Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh And yes it is definitely that time of your afternoon We are tuned to Youth Armour with myself Yasmina Peterson And that is Learning to Lead Also not forgetting today is the 3rd of October Also marking the 19th of Del Hijjah But having mentioned the 3rd of October We are in October month And we all know that October month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month So that is exactly what we are going to be focusing on On Youth Hour this afternoon And I do want you to send through your SMSs Or your suggestions to 21 that is, if you want to give me a shout in call in studio, and also if you have an SMS, if you're more shy ones, and you can send it an SMS, it's understandable. I'll read that out. And that is to 47913. We are going to be having in studio a youth um, that has had breast cancer, and she's, of course, a cancer survivor. If you do have breast cancer or you are li- uh, living with cancer, then definitely send through your SMSs or your story, because most of us today believe that cancer is definitely not a death sentence. And also just taking back, taking you back to the Heritage Challenge knowing that if you are still interested in the Heritage Challenge, the date has been extended until the 12th of October. So if you are thinking about you know, sending in your message or you are that creative and then definitely send through your story to info at vocfm.co.za that is info at vocfm.co.za and it is open until the 12th of October just a criteria once again for you that is originality and creativity the judges will include the author Yasmin Khan, as well as VOC presenter and author Shafiq Morton, and public votes will also be counted. So that is definitely the writing, the writing challenge that is open until the 12th of October, inshallah. And also, I want to share with you definitely this. I always say that Youth Hour is not my show, but it's our show. It's the platform where I'm giving you, or where we're giving you, a, a voice in which you can hear what it is that you want us to say on Youth Hour, or some things in which you want us to discuss on Youth Hour. You are most welcome to inbox me as well. That is J-A-S-M-I-N-A at vocfm.co.za. J-A-S-M-I-N-A at vocfm.co.za. That is my in- inbox so that you can um, actually email me through your suggestions and your questions and answers. It is going to be an exciting program, a jam-packed program this afternoon. So definitely I want you to interact with me. We are going to be speaking about cancer. That is going to be our theme for today, inshallah. We're going to be having cancer survivors in studio and they're going to be speaking about how they found out about cancer and how they have survived it and also how you can keep motivated by the fact that you have cancer, inshallah. So do remember 021-442-3530. The lines are open through out the duration of the program and if you are more shy then definitely send through uh, SMS to 47913 The Youth Hour For the Youth By the Youth On 91.3 FM Stereo Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and yes it is Youth Hour with myself Yasmina Peterson and on the telephone lines we do have Linda Khriev, she's one of the directors at People Living with Cancer as well as Yani Duplessis and she was a breast cancer survivor and also some confusion we have also in studio Kotha Rumani and she uh, was also a cancer survivor, she had lymphoma and she's going to be speaking to us more on her story. Linda, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Linda, thank you so much for taking time out to speaking to us more on this. Now, Linda, with regards to cancer within youth, is it something in which it's very common? It's not as common as you would find it in adults, definitely not. But uh, 
um, a lot of uh, uh, the, the cancers that are most prevalent in young people are lymphomas, yes. uh, often brain tumors, testicular mm. cancer in, in boys uh, between the age of 13 to about 25, 30, mm. and then also um, certain sarcomas, which is a soft tissue uh, a, a cancer that often happens in children and young people's legs and arms. Okay, now let's... Yeah, sure. Linda, you can continue. Yeah, so those are the cancers that are most prevalent. And then we are also finding more younger uh, girls uh, being diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. So I think a, a young woman should be very aware of breast cancer, do their breast soft examinations, you know, on a regular basis. I think that's a very good preventative step to, to, to do. And then boys obviously need to check their testicles at least once a month. Okay, now Linda, you mentioned lymphoma that is very common within youth and within um, children from the ages of 13 and upwards. But for those who don't know, give us a brief synopsis as to what lymphoma is really about. Lymphoma is a, is a, is a cancer of the lymph nodes and um, it is a very curable cancer if it is diagnosed early. The treatment can um, can be is chemotherapy sometimes first surgery then chemotherapy and sometimes also radiation mm. um, and the symptoms of lymphoma would be uh, you know the warning signs for for that kind of cancer would be weight loss uh, a, a, a node in your neck or in your groin um, pain that that you feel in in, a, in your back that you that you haven't had before um, fevers. Um, that kind of thing. Okay, now speaking with regards to being lymphoma, um, speaking with regards to lymphoma, Linda, what would you suggest is the best um, possible solution? Should you go for checkups each and every day, like you mentioned, or no, 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 lymphoma is not the kind of illness that oh. you can actually screen for, unfortunately. Okay. So it would, would you would have to be aware of the warning signs. Yes. Um, you know of lymphoma, and if you have those warning signs and. Also, just feeling, you know, feeling very uh, fatigued and tired is another one that you can add to that. Getting night sweats, um, you know, that kind of symptom is, uh, if you have those kind of symptoms, then you need to go to the doctor ASAP. Now, Linda, having you be the director of people living with cancer, have you worked with um, youth that has, um, that had lymphoma? Yes, we have worked with many and they've, they've had treatment and they uh, are virtually, you know, the, a lot of them are cured. Um, um, after their cancer treatment. They do have to go for follow-ups afterwards, you know, for the rest of their life, but they they are easily cured and, and um, after the treatment, yeah. Okay, now Linda, for those who are listening in at the moment that are maybe, um, that maybe do have lymphoma, what is it that you would want to share to those listening in? Well, I think, you know, when you're going through your cancer treatment, surgery, chemotherapy, that's the most difficult time. And I think at that time, you, you need the support of your family. You need to be feel safe in your medical team. You need to attend your treatment, uh, uh, you know, uh, regularly. Um, and I know sometimes when you're going through chemotherapy, it's very hard to actually carry on because you feel nauseous at times. You feel tired. You have a general a feeling of not being well. But that is it. Only lasts as long as the chemotherapy carries on. You know, oftentimes also with some of the lymphomas. Um, you might also have to have um, a bone marrow transplant, but it also depends on, you know, how serious it is and if it, if the the illness has infiltrated 
your bone marrow. Okay, now Linda, just changing the focus a bit, with regards to lymphoma, is there any prevention for it or not? No, there's no prevention. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's something that just happens, those lymph uh, nodes become, uh, a cell in the lymph nodes become, becomes wild in a sense and starts uh, multiplying and then uh, causes the, the lymph cells to become cancerous. Um, and unfortunately, as far as I've read in the literature, I've not seen anything that you can do to prevent it from mm. happening. Mm. And also, um, Linda, just uh, just to clarify, with regards to certain foods, is there certain foods in which you need to watch out for? I think a good healthy diet is is often, you know, is the best thing. But I've also, over the 30 years that I've worked in the cancer field, had people that are very fit, very healthy, been eating the right things for their whole life and yet they still get cancer. So there is no diet that can cure cancer. Um, I think one has to use the Heart Foundation's general uh, uh, healthy eating principles. Um, Those are good principles. Stick to those. Uh, uh, Do regular exercise and, you know, just check yourself uh, regularly. Be aware of the warning signs of cancer in general. And when you see any warning signs, be sure that you do something about it. So early detection is best in Linda? Absolutely. The other cancer that I forgot to mention for young people is also cervical cancer. Mm. And that's one of the reasons why they are also now vaccinating young girls mm. in, in South Africa against the human papilloma virus, um, which is a, 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 oftentimes a, a sexually a, a transmitted a, a virus. And um, cervical cancer is also a cancer that can that often happens in young girls and young young women. Also, a cancer that if you have symptoms, it can easily be treated if you you diagnose it early. Now, Linda, with you mentioning cervical cancer, what are the causes for cervical cancer within young girls or young women? Well, cervical cancer usually is, is well. There's many causes that you can also get a tumor in your your cervix, but mm-hmm. oftentimes. Cervical cancer is called by a virus called the human papilloma virus that can be caused by um, sexual uh, intercourse, uh, unprotected sexual intercourse because of, uh, you know, the person that you had sex with had had an infection. Okay, sure, Linda. Linda, thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us more on this and I wish you all of the best. I want to just also say to your members that we do have a toll-free line. Yes, you can um, go ahead. At, at the, you do now have that number. No, you can go ahead with the number. So it's, yeah, it's 08000 yes. And people can phone that number if they want to talk about their worries about that they have a symptom, then a professional can help them with that. But they can also call if they are cancer patients and they need support or they want to know where support groups is or they're struggling with anything that you know that's emotional with their family a social worker will answer the phone and will be able to help them it's 08000 33337 so 08000 that is the number that's that you great. can dial thank you so much linda and have a great day further it's a pleasure. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And that there was the director of People Living with Cancer, Linda Khriev. For now, we break for a short musical interlude. And when we do come back, we speak to Yanni Duplessis, and she's a breast cancer survivor. And also not forgetting, we have Kotha Romani in studio with us, and she had lymphoma, and she's going to be sharing her story with us too. Stay tuned for that.
you could easily take away everything you've given me And I try to remember not to take anything for granted Cause I know that one day suddenly this will all come to an end So my last wish is for you
Youth Hour for the youth by the youth on 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Yes, you are tuned to Youth Hour with myself, Yasmina Peterson. And as you heard there, that was my head, Zain, guide me all the way. But for now, our program is open for your calls and your suggestions on 021-442-3530. Alternatively, you can send through an SMS to 47913. We are highlighting that it is October month. We are, not, we are speaking about cancer. And at the moment in time, we have Yanni Duplessis on our telephone, li- on our telephone line, and she is a breast cancer survivor. Yanni, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, Yanni. Now, first of all, Yanni, speak to us more on what it is that you do. Um, I'm actually the CEO of People Living with Cancer, but I also am a management member of the awareness campaign that we have. Uh, we have several projects in uh, in cancer, and and we've got about four awareness campaigns. We've got some support services. So it's quite a big organisation. Mm-hmm. And the one that I started with is is, is CanSurvive, which is that motorbike. Uh, motorcycle ride awareness ride that we do annually into the rural areas throughout the country making people aware of cancer now yani i am aware that you are breast cancer survivors so how did this all start for you well you know i think um every trauma that anybody experiences depends on your age and spend you know if you're a child you're going to feel it very differently than when you are a mother of two children, which I was at the time. Yes. And and for me, it was a, a, a 17 years ago when people still didn't really talk too much about cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, I find more and more women coming up to us and saying, you know, I found a lump in my breast and I went to the doctor or I went for my routine checkup and I found a lump. And, and the, the early detect- detection message is really... Um, uh, 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 coming to fruition because uh, it, we're seeing the results. Mm. But when it happened to me, I did not want to speak to my children about it. And, and looking back, I think that was the most traumatic part in, 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 in my story, is that I had this experience that I, I, I tried to, 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 to have on my own. Okay. And um, it, it, the effect of that was was long lasting. Okay, Yani, hold that thought. We do have a call on our telephone line, Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Okay, we have just lost that caller. 021 is the number to give us a call in studio if you'd like to see uh, share your suggestion or your comments with regards to today's topic. It is breast cancer, and we are speaking about cancer in the whole. Now, Yani, with regards to you saying that you didn't know how to tell your children, how did you feel when you, f- when you found that lump in your, th- in your breast? You know, I am a very practical person, and when something happens, I tend to try and fix it. Yes. And, and so I, I, I wasn't very emotional. I was very practical. So mm. I tried to sort out the children and sort out the operation and sort out everything. And it was only right after my treatment that I really started dealing with what had happened to me. And by that time, all the, the chocolates and the cards and the doctors and, and everybody left you know left my side and life went on and and that was a very lonely period um it it was a very very difficult time for me to to try and pick up the strings and go on with my life yeah um, yeah okay now yani you can continue 
No, and I think um, I think every person experiences it differently. But for me, it took many, many years, and I discovered so much about myself afterwards. And and looking back, how I dealt with it at the time, I, I quite admire myself because if I had to go through that now, I would be be very, I most probably would act very differently and be more emotional. Okay, now Yanni, looking back, you say that. When the, at the time when it happened to you, um, people weren't speaking about cancer as much as they are open about it now. But in your back of the mind or your opinion, was it for you, no, I won't ever get breast cancer or this, no, this won't ever happen to me? How was it for you? Yes. I mean, I think it, it wasn't something we knew a lot about. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I, I've just returned from a huge uh, uh, cancer in, in aid of cancer uh, breakfast, and there were 500 people. So the discussions are open. The lines are just as being here with you on the line and talking to people out there about this topic did not happen that time. So there wasn't a situation ever that I could sit around a table at home and really talk about what I was feeling. In fact, and when you don't have the opportunity to do that, you don't know what you're feeling. You're just kind of alone and, and scared all the time and you fear this and you, you have so many things that, that, that with, with proper support, which I think we as an organization give people free now, um, it, it would have been very different. Now, Yanni, with regards to those that have breast cancer, you are a cancer survivor. What is, what is your, your opinion or rather your motivation in which you want to share at this moment in time? I think every person that has been touched by cancer should share their story because every story is different and every cancer is different. And remember, there are more than 300 cancers out mm. there. So it's, it's crucial that we, 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 we talk about our, our, our feelings and, and, and talk about our stories and, and, and share our, our wisdoms because that is, that is knowledge. And, and this is a mysterious illness that really needs knowledge. And if we can just be, have a, start a conversation about this, um, which I think we are starting to do, especially in our country, even though we are, we are riddled with stigma issues in the, in the rural areas and, and even in, 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 in the workplace, um, talking about it is, is, is an enormous big step. Yes, it is. Yanni, would you say that talking about it back then and talking about it now, that cancer is still a sensitive issue? Um, cancer, I think for people that have not been touched by cancer, it is something that they just block out of their, yes. out of their heads and, and, and out of their, you know, if, if you, if you're listening to the radio right now and you have not been touched by cancer, you just going to switch off or, you know, block off and block it out and move on and think it can't happen to me. But, um, it, 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 it is something that you should listen to because every one in three people are touched by this disease. Mm-hmm. So you have to know about it. Okay. You have to know that if somebody's ar- around you has it, what to do? Because it's not just by being the patient that you need to know about cancer. It is about how you can deal and support with, with a family member that's got it as well. Mm-hmm. Yanni, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us more on this. And I hope to touch base with you soon. Thank you. Thank Jasmine. you so thank much. You so and have a great day further. Us.
Goodbye. Bye. And that there was Yanni Duplessis. She is a breast cancer survivor as well as a CEO of People Living with Cancer. But for now, we break for a short um, advertisement. And when we do come back, inshallah, we speak to Kotha Romani and she had lymphoma. And she's going to be speaking about her story. Do stay tuned for that. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This youth hour with myself, Yasmina Peterson. And just before that, we were speaking to Yanni Duplessis, and she was a breast cancer survivor. And also, we spoke to Linda Khrif, and she's the director of People Living with Cancer. That number, once again, it's 08000 That is the number in which you can give a call if you have a cancer or you want some support. You can, con- you can contact that number. But for now, we turn all focus to Kotha Romani that is in studio with us, and she is a cancer survivor. She had Assalamu alaikum to you, Kothar. Assalamu alaikum, Yasmina. Thanks for having me. Shukran. I must say shukran to you, Kothar, for actually being so brave and having the courage to speak about this on air. No problem. I just thought to myself, if I can make a difference in anyone's life and touch someone the way I, that the way I didn't have support when I was uh, diagnosed, and if that can make a difference, I'm sure um, everyone's listening. And yeah. Yes, Alhamdulillah. O two one double four two three five three zero. That is the number in which you can give me a call in studio if you have any suggestions or any comments regarding the program. We are speaking cancer this Saturday. That is the theme of the program. Alternatively you can send through your SMS to four seven nine one three. Now Kota, just going back as to how did it all start for you? Um, I was writing September mock exams yes. and that's when I started experiencing symptoms but we all thought it was probably the normal matrix stress kicking in um, and I didn't say I ignored it but it wasn't as major as it was in the beginning mm. but towards the end it actually became more aggressive like my symptoms. Um, it started all with night sweats but very mild night sweats and I had weight loss and fatigue, extreme weight loss. But, you know, I thought it was matrix stress. Mm. And then uh, once final started, that's when everything became more severe. That's when the night sweats became regular. That's when the, um, the fatigue became almost every day. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't study properly. I then developed a major cough. And that never went away with cough medicines and everybody tried to do their bit but until I actually went to see an oncologist and yeah so that's when it actually happened. Okay so how long back was this Kothar? This was last year this time actually last year September and I was diagnosed last year November. Mm. And for how long has the symptoms been going on? The symptoms was carrying on from September to November until I started chemo that's when it you know it went away but then with chemo there's a lot of other side effects as well mm-hmm. so okay yes. Kothar you hold that thought we have a caller online okay. voice of the Cape Assalamu alaikum Assalamu alaikum Wa alaikum um, salam this is uh, Uzay speaking um, Kothar Bana's cousin and Uzay. no as KB <laughs> um, I say shukran to almighty for giving you the strength to fight cancer and the world to live your oh, survival you. isn't just a personal victory you are a true inspiration to millions of people who are hoping to beat the odds and come out stronger. Nothing is impossible and you have just proved it. Love you. Wow, Zaid, that's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> Shukran, Zaid, for calling in. And wait, they, they have a question also. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Hasib. Yes. 
How did I find the strength? Um, I firstly had faith in the Almighty Allah and my support system is what um, played a very important role. I had a strong support system who never, uh, who kept my spirits up and who told me to believe in Allah and that Allah is doing this for a reason. And that's how I found strength. I found strength in my Creator and the people around me. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> okay, shukran so much. Shukran, Haseeb and Azair. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Now, just mentioning that, uh, Kawthar, with regards to the symptoms that you had, yes. you went to a doctor? Yes, I first went to a normal general practitioner. Yes. And then she sent me for an X-ray. Mm. And then she referred me to a pulmonologist because it's situated near my lungs or my yeah. chest area. So everybody thought it was something to do with my lungs. So that's why I was first referred to a pulmonologist. But then once he saw... Um, the symptoms I was experiencing and the huge mass that showed on the x-ray he then referred me to oncologist and then that's when everything happened I remember um, I was sitting in the oncology uh, in the oncologist in the surgery and I was sitting with my dad and one of my aunts and um, he was telling me you know that we should we should take a look at what you're going to study next year and uh, maybe you need to take a break and he's telling me the the further treatment plan the chemo the radiation and i'm thinking to myself i'm not going to see you this is nothing like what are you talking about like i'm yes. just here for a normal checkup yes and um but i think my dad and my aunt knew but you didn't really, know at the time i think i was in denial i knew i was sick but i didn't know the extent of it and i'd never i didn't actually know that it would lead me to cancer because I was 18, the prime of yes, my life, going yes. to university, writing matric, everything was just happening at that time. So mm. it never struck me once that I would have cancer in a lifetime, let alone while I was a teenager. Okay, Gautha, we have another caller online. Voice of the Cape, as alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Can I speak to Kauter, please? Yes, you may go ahead. I'm here, Nani. Assalamu <laughs> <laughs> alaikum, Kauter. Wa alaikum salam, Nani. Hi, how are you feeling? I'm feeling well now that I heard Nani's voice. Uh, thank you. I just want to say that you are the strongest girl I've ever known. And your mommy, right beside you, yes. is also another strongest girl. So, I just make dua for everything to go well. I'm very emotional um, that you have reached this point now and um, I just wish you everything of the best shukran. for your future, inshallah. Nani, you don't know that that strongness stems from my grandmother that passed down to my mother and then passed down to me. Oh, shukran so much <laughs> to the Almighty for that. Okay. But you are the one that gave us strength to cope with the illness that you had. So Shukran. you are very strong. Um, I just need to tell you that. Thank you, Nani. Shukran so much, eh? Okay. Assalamualaikum. Okay. So just to carry on, Kautar, you yes. said that you were 18, the prime of your life. Yes. How can this happen? You can continue. Yeah, so that's that's all that happened. And um, I actually, I had my matric ball and then... And you still didn't know? I still didn't know at that time, okay. but on the day of my matric ball, yes. I had a biopsy done, a very painful biopsy of which they inserted a needle in my chest while I was awake on the day of my oh matric ball. So um, 
I remember when I was laying there, they did it with the help of a CT scan. So mm. I was awake and the CT scan guided them to insert the needle. They first inserted the needle on the wrong side, so they took it out and poked me on the other side of my chest. But nevertheless, um, while I was laying on that bed, I was just reciting all the time. And uh, that was the only thing that gave me comfort. But I remember the doctor telling another doctor, asking him, is the fluid white? Mm. And um, he was like, yes, the fluid is white. And they both looked like... The fluid being white is a bad thing. Mm. And then when that happened, I knew, okay, this is definitely something very bad. Yes. And, um, yeah, I only actually started to accept things when I had my second or third chemo because that's when I lost my hair and mm. side effects started to happen very severely when I was hospitalized and receiving blood and stuff like that. So um, at first I never accepted it. I was in denial. But, what was um, the emotions that went through you and how did this affect your school career? Um, I managed to complete my matric, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. And um, so I matriculated last year. And um, the emotions, I couldn't, first my self-esteem obviously went down the drain because not only was I sick, but I showed it in my face, in my body. My facial features started to do uh, change and I think once that happens um, the outside is also reflecting what's happening in the inside that's when when I used to cry but for no reason mm-hmm. it wasn't because I was had any pain or, or feeling you know that why me why me I just it just used to I just used to cry out of out of like no way and I remember being in hospital for my fourth time I think and um, the nurse was putting on a drip and I've never cried when they pricked me or when they draw blood or anything like that but when I was in hospital all of a sudden just you know cried mm-hmm. and it was so emotions emotional I couldn't actually explain uh, why am I feeling this way right now it just happened and yeah, it was. Okay. Kothar, I always say that time flies when you are having fun. Definitely, it is very interesting hearing your story. 021-442-3530. Alternately, send through an SMS. Kothar, last words from you to those listening in at the moment. Okay, what I want to say to everyone out there, those that have cancer or may not, um, appreciate your health because you you may be like me, energetic and adventurous the one day, and the next day your health can be taken away from you. Don't take your health for granted and also don't take your life for granted. Appreciate the little things. It's the little things that matter and try to live your life to the fullest because you don't know that it can change. Also, to all people that lost um, uh, lives because of cancer or lost loved ones because of cancer just know it's not about it's not about um, it's not about the success rates at the end of the day it's about the will of a human being that cannot be measured on paper and not many people can look death in the eye and say catch me if you can mm-hmm. okay definitely Kothar shukran so much to you shukran. and I wish you all of the best the dedication came through on this one 3408 to Kothar my bestie I admire you for always being so strong so proud of you fighting through this may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you always lots of love Neha and she says this is the last time I'll say this ah uh, thanks Neha <laughs> shukran so much Kothar and assalamu alaikum to you alaikum salam wa rahmatullah and that there was Kothar Rumani and she was a cancer survivor sharing her story with us we go for our we go pay the bills and maybe do come back inshallah we focus on the Claremont Main Road Masjid that's going to be having the youth camp the youth hour for the youth by the youth
on 91.3 FM Stereo. Shukran. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Yes, it was jam-packed in studio where we were speaking to Kautha Romani and she was speaking about her story. She had lymphoma and she's a cancer survivor. But for now, we're going to be changing the focus a bit and we're going to be changing it to the Claremont Main Road Masjid and they are going to be having the youth camp. Speaking to us more on that, I do have in studio Mujahid Osman and he is the camp coordinator. Assalamualaikum to you, Mujahid. Waalaikum salam. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, yourself? I'm fine, thank you. Uh, Mujahid, shukran so much for really taking time I'm on a Saturday to come to studio and speaking to us more on Thank this. Thank you for having me. It's really a, really a pleasure to be speaking about the camp. Okay, now Mujahid, is this the first time that the Claremont Main Road Masjid is be going to be hosting a camp? No, this is our third year hosting a youth camp in September in the September vacation. Mm. Uh, this year the camp will be taking place this coming weekend, so that's next week in the fri- um, from Friday the 9th until Sunday the 11th of October at the Glencairn Rotary Camps out in Glencairn Fishhook. Mm-hmm. It's for a cost of 300 Rand yes. and that includes your food your accommodation, your transport, everything you're going to need at the camp. And this year we really want to focus on the challenges facing Muslim youth because we mm-hmm. think that's something that really needs to be tackled mm-hmm. in, 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 a, in a constructive way and this is the way we're going to be trying to at the camp. Okay, now Mujahid, you mentioned that this is the third camp that uh, the masjid is going to be hosting. Yeah. Now, what is going to be different from this camp compared to the other two? You see, the other two, we, we, we focus on entirely different things. So in the first camp, we looked at issues of identity, what it means to be Muslim in South yes. Africa, and we looked at issues of leadership. The second camp, we focused on environment and this one we're going to have a more a broader range of the, the different challenges that Muslim youth face both at school at university and uh, in, in, in broader society uh, at large okay just to clarify Mujahid this is open to the community definitely open to anyone who wants to go, uh, wants to come anybody at high school in particular because that's our target focus group yes and it's well open to both males and females so yeah okay. anybody's w- are welcome just to give us like a sneak peek what is really going to be taking place on this camp for so those who want to go if you if you really looking if you're really interested in in the camp, the three day we have the three main days: the Friday, Saturday, and the Sunday. Yes. We're gonna every morning we'll start off with the halqa and we'll look at different ayahs of the Quran and we'll and we'll try and interpret it in in a way that that, that makes sense for us today, living as contemporary Muslims in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Then on the Saturday we have a very interesting discussion, which will be which will be facilitated by Dr. Dr. Adam Haupt. He's from UCT, and he'll be looking at hip hop and music and, and and trying to see if that fits in with an Islamic culture. Mm-hmm. So we'll be looking at it, particularly in the context of of Cape Town. Yes. And then on the Sunday we'll be having a talk by Sheikh Saadullah Khan and he'll be talking about his journey uh, his journey with Allah and, and, and giving us some guidance now we can relate to the Creator. And then we also which is um, which is what I'm really looking forward to is a self-defense class which will be wow. happy, happening on the beach wow, by, one of, the, be by eh? one of the murids of the mosque and she'll be, and she'll be telling us about uh, a self, she'll be teaching us some self-defense tricks so hopefully we, we won't have to use it but if we do we'll know something <laughs> how to use it. Now which I having you be the coordinator would you say that this was difficult preparations and so forth for this camp? It definitely was, but I've got a very good team that works with me. We have, I have a very good support structure at the mosque, and a lot of uh, the people who help me organize the camp are youth themselves. So that's that's one of the the, the 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 good things about this camp is that the people who facilitate it are actually youth. So we can relate better to the people who are yes. going to come on the camp. So they either matric students or they first or second year varsity students, and that's not and that's not a big job from grade eight. So we'll definitely will be able to to understand. 
understand what youth are going through because we either went through it ourselves or we're currently still going through those challenges. Okay, now Mujahid, for those who want to know more on this camp, yeah. contact details? Or you, you are welcome to contact me um, on my cell phone, yes. 0722 or you are welcome to phone Sharifa at the mosque office on 021-683-8384. Yes. 8384 and she's there from from 9 until 1 p.m. Okay, and you said the cost involved Mujahid? It's 300 Rand for the weekend and if you're unable to afford it We will be able to find sponsors for you as well. So please there's no excuse not to come to okay, this camp. Okay, what time will this be happening? The, we're leaving the bus is leaving from the mosque in, in the main road Claremont at uh, after Juma, directly after Juma Yes, and we'll be returning on Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Back to the mosque Inshallah. But if you come and pay your fees or if you get if you get, come to the mosque We can give you a registration form with all the information on it. No problem with Shukran so much for taking time out to speak to us more on this. Thank you for having me. Last words for those listening in at the moment. I definitely encourage everybody to come to the camp. It's going to be a really jam-packed even a jam-packed weekend, and I hope to see you all there. Shukran Mujahid, Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam. And that there was Mujahid Osman, very short and sweet, the camp coordinator of the Claremont Main Road Masjid, and he was speaking about the youth camp taking place. And if you have any further information or any further you know, you want to know more information, then definitely you can give him a call on 0722-609544. That is 0722-609544. Alternatively, you can contact Sharifa at the Masjid on 021-683-8384. That is 021-683-8384. And the cost involved is 300 Rand. All of this information will be downstairs at our reception desk for you to grasp on Monday, inshallah. So definitely do give us a call on 21 Yes, it's time for me to say adios, amigo. So just lastly, before I go, not forgetting the Voice of the Capes 91.3 FM that we're going to be hosting our special awards evening. And that's going to be taking place for at the Barents Estate. That's on Sunday, the 4th. And the event is going to be looking like awards presentation, light entertainment, delicious food. That's a five-course meal. The Golden Hour program will also be live on air. And when did I say that's going to be happening on Sunday, the 4th of October at 12 p.m. That's 12 o'clock the afternoon, and that is in uh, honoring our year senior ulama that's out in parents' estate. The cost of the tickets or per person is 200 rand. So if you still haven't booked your tickets indefinitely, you can give Sukaina a call on 082-786-5627. That is 2786-5627. But from myself, Yasmina Peterson, as well as my technician, Buddha Ishmael Falander, I wish you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.